Welcome to Nice to Have a Friend. I'm Lauren. And I'm Allison. We're friends from college who crave the feeling of quality time with good people. This podcast was created to celebrate the simple feeling of friendship, and each episode is a virtual hangout session to share with all of you. This week, we're talking about something I think we're all very passionate about, but have had very limited access to as of late, travel. Annyeong, hasayo. Ciao. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Don't you like the international flavor that we're starting with today? Let's get into it. It feels like it has been forever since we sat down to do this, but I really think it's just because last week we had Preston on, and that whenever we have a guest, it honestly feels like we haven't done it or something does that make sense i guess maybe not for you because you edited yeah, because it. i edited it and it feels I, like I, mean, I did it like i still do all the you know marketing materials for it mm-hmm. and everything but for some reason it doesn't feel like we've recorded the podcast and yeah. sat down and talked to everyone when we've had a guest on and then the week before that we didn't even have an episode which we forgot to even mention last week but it's good to be back with everyone talking about a subject that we really love. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about traveling because I think Lauren and I both just have a travel bug. I think a lot of that is because, would you say it's because it's nice outside and it's spring and you're just like high school and college, you would think of summers when you get to like have a break and do something. So it's almost like the subconscious, I'm ready to go somewhere. You know, I would say yes, except I have the travel bug literally all the time. <laughs> and I don't think I'll ever not feel that way until I have the money and the vacation time to go to on like go one trip every other month or something. So yeah, I literally have it all year round. Listen, I know this couple from way back that our brothers played baseball together and they travel all the time. They have like a two or three year old daughter. She's already been to like 15 countries. I want to say they travel all the time. And I'm like, that's, that's what I want to, that's what I want to be like. That's what I want to be like. Yeah. First of all, I just have to have money. That's the number one I know. thing. So we're going to talk about this today, mainly because, you know, on one hand, you could look at this as you don't want to listen to travel content because you haven't been able to travel in so long. But on the other hand, you can look at it and say you want to consume travel content because you just want to evoke that feeling Mm -hmm. again. And that's on the side. The second part is like what I have been trying to do this whole year. I had a blog post that is kind of like six ways to evoke the feeling of a travel mindset Mm -hmm. during a global pandemic. Because this whole year, I've just been trying to seek ways to feel like I'm traveling when A, we can't because of the pandemic. B, like I'm not in the financial place to travel Mm -hmm. the way that I want to. So just live vicariously through this podcast episode today. Yeah. (laughs) I know that as much as I come onto the podcast and it's not even joking about it, but talking about K-pop and getting like weirdly excited and obsessive about it very, very fast. I do feel like a large portion of that is because we had this year where we couldn't do anything. And so to me, it almost felt like traveling into a world where everything's different like the culture's different you're learning a new language quote unquote even though I only know like seven words like it felt like traveling so I feel like Lauren and I wanted to embody that feeling of the things that get us excited and hopes for the future when we all have finances and vaccines and no pandemic anymore and that's what we're doing today with a couple of fun little uh things that we set up some one of which was on our Instagram this week so we're going to recap that yes but before we get started we wanted to just talk a little bit about like what travel is like to us because everybody experiences it very very differently yeah so I feel like if you just know me now and you don't really know like anything about me before maybe you didn't know me like in high school or anything you might think oh, wow, I'm so jealous of Lauren. She's been to all these places. Like, she's such a well-traveled person. But I need you to know, maybe no one's thinking that, but I feel like I have been to, like, more places just here recently. Yeah. That And I, like, have pictures to post from all these places. So I feel like it would be easy to kind of fall into the comparison trap of, like, oh, my gosh, she's done so much. But I need you to know, I literally never stepped foot in an airport until Mm -hmm. I studied abroad to go to Italy. I think we talked about it on the episode with Andy, but I literally never really traveled until that. And then I've been on that trip to study abroad for six weeks. I've talked about how that was kind of hard for me just because it was the first time that I really lived with a large group of people. Um, And it was just like, I don't know. It was hard, but it was also really good. 
And then also I went on my honeymoon to London, England, and then Edinburgh, Scotland for a week. So that's kind of like my experience with international travel. But before that, I'm telling you, like my family, we do not really place a super high priority on travel um, as a collective like family group. Um, we, of course, you know, went to the beach. We went to Disney when I was like five and my brother was maybe nine or eight or something. And we also will go to um, like professional football games a lot, like within the U.S. So we've been to Charleston to see the Panthers like every single year for the past 15 years. And then not Charleston. I'm sorry, Charlotte. And then Honestly, we didn't even question it. I thought it well, sounded right. I've been right. to Charleston a couple <laughs> times too. Um, and then we've been to like see the Colts play and everything like that. So we go places, but we don't go on any kind of vacation that's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we went on this kind of trip. Like, you know, that kind of thing. But this year we're actually going to um, Jackson, Wyoming and Yellowstone and the Grand Tetons. And that's the first time we have done anything like this. I think everyone's kind of like nervous about it, but it's going to be great. So that's kind of my experience with travel. What about you, Allison? Yeah, so I come from a family that is very routine-driven and oriented, so my dad was not a travel person. He did not want to go places. Yeah. There were vacations where we went where it was just like my mom and my brother and I so that we could go somewhere, and that's not anything bad. It's just I understand my dad because we're very similar. I'm very routine-oriented too, and so because of that, we went to Disney all the time, and part of that is because my family does love Disney. We're those people that that's like the beach for us. It was the place that we would go back to because – it's like things are always changing we have the places we like to eat or like the things we like to do but I think some of that too is because we wanted to go other places but there was always this like we know what to expect here we know how much money to budget here like we don't have to plan something and so I think a lot of that was we fell into our own routine but it was a routine we were happy with and so now that I'm in college like I haven't been out of the country which is not really my parents fault because my mom tried to get me to go places several times and I was like no because I was just like 12 and didn't think about how cool that that would be to go to scotland when she was trying to get me to go to scotland allison i I know and then there was even in like eighth grade my honor spanish class had like a trip to spain and i was like i don't want to go and a lot of those things are like allison's life problems that she's overcome now but i just like didn't want to leave home and so now that i'm kind of at that point where i'm like okay i want to go places i want to do things it's more of like thinking about it, but also being like, okay, well, if you want to like actually be courageous, quote unquote, and like go somewhere, you have to plan and go and just go, just go do it. It'll be yeah. fine. So we just settled into a routine, but I was grateful for all the trips that we did because we would go on like weekend trips and do yeah. stuff. My brother played baseball. We're so big we would, weekend people. yeah, we would do a lot of like traveling or like doing cool things while my brother was at these baseball yeah. tournaments and stuff. So I've gotten to go some cool places in the country, but I do have aspirations to go places. Yeah. Um, I'm just one of those people that, yeah, it was kind of like out of fear of like, I haven't done it before and I don't want to be, I don't want to be an annoying tourist. I don't want to like go to Japan and not know how to at least like communicate basic Japanese. Not like that's on a know it all. But, but I'm saying that's how I've been. And so it's like, I yeah. talk myself out of doing stuff okay, and I'm realizing gotcha. we don't need to do that. So the, the pandemic more than anything ever has reminded me that like, I've got to stop thinking about living my life and live my life and so that's what the first step is this travel episode yeah. today we're gonna find we have some great places that you guys sent to us that you really want to go and it gave me and lauren the chance to just like daydream add some places to our travel bucket yeah. list get excited for a place but allison can start budgeting so that she'll actually go somewhere and stop talking herself out of doing things well <laughs> i will say really quickly you mentioned the like you didn't go to your eighth grade trip or like when you were 12 or anything mm-hmm. Honestly, it might have been for the best because I feel like yeah. trips are kind of wasted on people before they're like old enough I would have to experience it. I would have appreciated it, it but yeah, I yeah. think that I don't necessarily look back and regret not going, but I think now it's like when somebody presents me with the opportunity to do something, I'm more quick to, to actually like yeah. think about it and do it because I know I've very much like reflected on my own personal growth in college and I know what I'm bad about doing and regretting later and so I know that I'll say no out of like fear of the unknown and then I'll regret it so I'm much better now about like no I want to go do that it'll be fun the worst that's gonna happen is like nothing like you'll be fine yeah so 
yeah, so I'm, we're getting there. <laughs> right. So now that we've wrapped up, you know, what our experience with travel is like and it's limited and, you know, different capacities, we are going to talk about some travel destinations that you all submitted. I put out an all call on Instagram for anywhere that you would like to go as soon as COVID was over or where you would just go right now if money wasn't an issue, if COVID wasn't an issue. If you could just get on the plane, go do it. So I put that out there and I had done this on my blog before and I got so much engagement. It was crazy, just like last fall maybe. So when it came time to do this episode again, we didn't even talk about this like when we were planning the episode out and I texted Allison and I said, I'm going to ask for stuff before because... I know people jump on it and literally we say this every time but you guys submitted more answers than I think yeah Lauren was like we sent a lot and I was like okay so I went and looked at it like that night before I went to bed and I was like dang you weren't kidding we had so many responses it's a lot yeah so we're gonna get into it I condensed a lot of them because some of the places were said like over and over again and a lot of the places were just like the countries and not like the specific to Florence Italy or something Mm -hmm. yeah so, um, do you want to first say like where you would go if budget wasn't an issue, if COVID wasn't an yes. issue? So I have a couple places I would love to go. And one of them has always just kind of been the place I've wanted to go, which is London. I've, I just, I want to go. I don't yeah. really have a great Everyone needs to reason go. as to tell you why, but just something about London feels like it fits Allison's soul. Um, but more recently, as I've gotten older, two places that I would really want to go. Uh, the first one is Japan. I have always just thought that there's something really culturally cool about Japan. And I think it's because we're in London. They do things differently than we do in the States, but there's a lot of similarities. It's still familiar. We speak the same language. There are things that are very familiar. Whereas like Japan, their culture is just completely different than it is here. And yeah. I think that there are so many aspects of it that are really neat. The Especially for me being like a Disney person, I grew up loving Pokemon with my brother. So just that kind of like anime, cartoony, fun, cute culture of things in Tokyo and like the Harajuku district and like all these cute little cafes yeah. that they have. I would also like to go to Disneyland in Tokyo um, which people have made fun of me for that before but I'm like it's completely different no you just don't I would get do it. it too um but I would love to go to Japan and then South Korea which I know is not going to be a surprise to anyone that is a very recent addition to the list yeah um but it genuinely is because k-pop opened my like eyes to this whole country that I had no idea about and there's just a lot of beautiful cool things in South Korea and the food is amazing so I would love to go visit yeah. there as well um we also, I'll just start out on the common one. We also want to go to Japan and South Korea, but mm-hmm. we want to make sure we can do it when we can go to both in the same trip because yeah. I just don't think I am cut out to do that kind of flight that many times yeah. in my life. And I mean, the flight takes like literally a full day mm-hmm. in between everything. Like the travel time is literally 24 hours pretty much. Um, so I want to do it when we can go for at least two weeks and spend like yeah. a week in Japan, a week in South Korea. And Preston's best friend from college actually lives in Seoul. So, like, that's kind of a place that we want to go sooner rather than later just because we want to see him. Mm -hmm. He, like, was always with us, like, at our family thing. So, we just want to go see him. I mean, he's from there. So, he'll be there forever. But, I don't know. We just want to go sooner. And then we also want to go to Iceland really, mm-hmm. really badly. I actually budgeted out and planned out an entire Iceland trip last, like right when the pandemic happened, like when I was just trying to, you know, do travel related things, but couldn't really do anything. I researched the heck out of Iceland, planned a whole trip. Um, and we mainly have this early on our bucket list because it's kind of a more roughing it trip. You're not really going to be staying in glamorous hotels or anything, which we don't necessarily need. But when we're 30, 35, 40, I don't know if we're going to want to go on a trip that's as like backpacking almost. Mm -hmm. So we kind of want to go there before we're like before we're 30. Not that before you have like established finances. And yes, we kind of want to do it on the rougher side for some reason. So but we still need to wait a few years because it's a very expensive destination. Okay, and then the other place on our list is Western Europe. We really want to go to Switzerland and Germany in the same trip and maybe Venice, Italy, like if it all kind of worked out. I've already been to Italy a lot, so I'm not not as eager to get back to Italy, but Venice is kind of a different story. So hopefully we can go on a Venice, Switzerland, Germany trip 
and we want to go in the fall for sure have you looked into any of the i know they do a lot of um train kind of like yeah. tours because my mom was looking into doing one of those ones yeah. where it's like a 12-day trip but you get to go to like six countries that is really cool it's just expensive the yeah. train travel is like we looked at taking a train from london to edinburgh and it was literally double the price of the flight for a one-way ticket i don't oh, know you guys I, flew i don't i don't think i yeah, realized that we flew from london to edinburgh because the train tickets were way more expensive it was really i wonder crazy. if it's because of the sightseeing aspect and like that's why maybe it's yeah more. maybe I don't even know. But yeah, those are the next big three places on our list. But honestly, we would go anywhere. And that's kind of a problem because I'm signed up for Scott Cheap Flights. So literally anytime I get yeah. a flight alert for anywhere, even remotely cool, I'm like, let's do it. Yeah, and Lauren then, sends me every time they have a deal for Japan. Yeah. Because I we, I talk about it with Zari a lot that we have talked about the trying to do Japan and Korea like in yeah. the same thing, kind of the same idea as you. you because to, if you're already in Japan, the flight to Korea is like from here to like Atlanta like it's right. not it's not a far flight it's probably a little farther than that I think but it's like three hours yeah. I looked it up the other day because there was such a good deal on Scott Cheap Flights yeah because like, those two possible? are like the close one it's just like going across the ocean and so she'll send me those flights and I'm like Lauren listen I love it Zari has a full-time job she can start thinking about that Allison does not so I gotta wait until I have I an mean, income even when you have the full-time job though the vacation time becomes your next hurdle that's where we want to go let's talk about where you all want to go there are some really cool places on here and then some places that we expected of course to come Yes, and I told Lauren I had a little bit of a... I had fun when I was looking at these places earlier because I was like, oh, the first one on the list. I thought, let me look up something about this because I had a question that was on my brain. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? Since this is a travel episode, we are going to share the places that you guys sent, but we also want you to feel like you're getting to travel a little bit, almost like you're with a tour guide that you would get if you were going to this country. And so Lauren and I are going to be your tour guides, but I'm the one that's nerdy and knows all the fun facts because I literally looked up two to three fun facts about every place that you guys sent in and so we're gonna share some of them (laughs) because I thought it would be fun and also I was just having a kick out of doing it so don't worry they're not like crazy but maybe they'll help you win an answer on Jeopardy or something yeah because originally we talked about putting like big places to see in all of these countries or the cities you guys send in but I think most everybody has a pretty good idea of like yeah and everyone's sent in like a full country so it's not like we could even say like everyone's preferences are different so we'll at least like tell you some cool things about these places so maybe you can add them to your bucket list yeah Okay, so first on the list, this one was said a lot, was Australia and New Zealand. And I'm just going to go ahead and combine those because if you are the same way as me, I feel like you also need to go to these places at the same time because the flight situation is the same. And I feel like you need a month at least to see both of these places. It sounds dramatic, but it's really not. There's so much to do there. Yeah, And like you said, with the like korea and japan situation it's like if you're already out there for one yeah you probably want to try and get to, I, I don't yeah. even know how far new zealand is from australia um it's not that far but it's still not cheap to get there from australia do you guys know what i mean when i say that when new zealand to me like australia doesn't feel this way but new zealand feels like i'm gonna fall off the edge of the earth does that yeah. make any sense to i think you? it's because like lord of the rings was filmed Maybe. there and there's just like this uh, middle earth <laughs> vibe there just thinking about it well let me tell you what so the fun fact that i had for new zealand that i thought this was so crazy is that in their parliament they have a minister of lord of the rings and so it's like a it's like a tourism ministry or yes like a tourism advocate but it's literally just a job to make sure that they're utilizing all that they can from getting tourism off of those that movie franchise because i'm assuming most every bridey probably knows that lord of the rings was filmed in new zealand but yeah. that has brought them so much tourism and so much money that they have a literal job specified for it and i just think that's so cool I it's almost that. like florida's state government having like a disney ambassador or yeah. like like Montana having a Yellowstone ambassador. They don't even ambassador. have to do that though because Disney like literally does it themselves. I yeah. feel like. <laughs> but I still, I was like, wow, that's so funny that they literally have that in their yeah. government. Oh gosh. And then for Australia, did you know there's this thing there called the dingo fence? Have you ever heard of that? I don't think so. Okay, me neither. So apparently in Queensland, which is like the southeast region of Australia, they have these dingoes or like these wild dogs that will attack sheep. And agriculture is like a really big industry there. And so they built this fence to keep dingoes out of like hurting the sheep in Queensland. But it's longer than the Great Wall of China. And I was like, I've never heard of this dingo fence. Uh, it's and I like it a cu- the country's fence. It's not like one fence it's, that you uh, set up yourself. It's like, a, yeah, it's like, it was a really long. It's like oh my hundreds gosh. of miles long. I thought long. you were just saying it was like something people could buy. No. But it's like the country Yeah, it's like this. it's like a large region of the country, like one of the territories. It's like a fence is put out to That's keep those crazy. dogs out of the sheep. So I just thought that was interesting. And I had That's no crazy. idea that that existed. Well, I also <laughs> want to go here. But I have to admit, I 
there was like this really big study abroad program to Australia oh, yeah. mm-hmm. in our college, mine and Allison specifically. And I was always like, I don't know. I don't want to go there because I don't want to be limited to one continent on my, mm-hmm. or like one country kind of. Cause like once you get in Australia, you're not going anywhere except New Zealand when you're on this study abroad kind of experience. Um, and I was like, if I was going to go for a whole semester, I would rather be in Europe so I could go to all these different countries. It makes sense because it's yeah. easier for you to travel. Yeah. But also at the same time, I think it would have been nice to be in Australia for that long just because you could be like, okay, I've seen Australia. I've seen New Zealand. Yeah. And then you don't have yeah. to do that like full day flight yes. ever again. Like because you've done they it. Go, you can go to New Zealand for your spring break, like on that internship thing or um, study abroad program. So now like looking back, I'm kind of like, yeah, that would have been nice, but I wouldn't change it. Like, yeah. You know, we know people who did that program and had a great time. Yeah. And I mean, going to a semester somewhere, I feel like Australia is such a great choice right. because like you said, it's such a big place. I mean, they're not getting to travel a ton because they have to do work and stuff during the week. But for the people who went, I know people, they were like in Melbourne, they went to Sydney, yeah. they went to New Zealand. I know a girl that went to Thailand while she was there. Yeah. And so it's like, wow, that's such a good jumping off point. And I don't know, you follow some travel bloggers that live in yes. Australia, and I don't know how in the world they do that consistent flight, like leaving Australia to go to other places. I feel like they would usually take... stop in Japan, yeah. and then they go somewhere else. Like... But I just feel like here, yeah. if you're trying to go places, like sure, it takes a while, but it's like, you can get to Asia yeah. in like 13 to 15 hours, you can get to Europe in like 8 to 10, sometimes less, yeah. but it's like Australia, you're like consistently having to go like 15, 20 hours to get places. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, for sure. Okay, so the next things on our list were a lot of people said Italy and Greece, which I think makes sense because especially if you're a history nerd, I feel like those are two of the best places you can go because it's like the literal birth of like art and civilization and like modern politics. There's so many things in Italy and Greece. I know. This is a very like off topic thing, but I was playing this um, Instagram like effect thing called um, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? (laughs) And it came on the question for me was which month is named after the Roman god of war and I was like oh July Julius Caesar was the first thing that popped into my head just because I like saw Roman like I just thought Roman calendar Uh Julius Caesar but then I read like Roman god of war is it March it was March for Mars yeah and then I was talking to Preston and I was like can you freaking believe how influential you have to be as a person to literally have a month of the year not even the month he changed the entire calendar calendar. (laughs) yes from 10 months but like literally july is like can you even imagine he's quoted in the bible jesus says give to caesar what is caesar's like that man is i know he's got a pizza restaurant august for augustus caesar like oh my gosh i'm sorry I'm dying but I had just joke. never thought about that before. Like literally having a month that lives on forever named after you. It blew my mind the <laughs> well, other day. Guys, if you didn't know this, the class that Lauren and I kind of like actually became better friends in was our um, modern civilization, like part one. And so a lot of it was talking about Rome and the Roman Empire. And this was right after Lauren had come back from Italy. Yes, like literally the fall after. And it like triggers me because I really didn't like that class very much. And European history it. sometimes just like gets on my nerves. But it's just because there's so much of it. And yeah. I can't keep track, but it's not because it's not interesting. But um, I just remember being in that class with you a lot and just the joking about Italy. So it's yeah. like anytime Italy pops up, it just like triggers your name. Yes. <laughs> it was just crazy because everything brought up in class was literally something I had just seen with my own eyes like weeks before. So mm-hmm. it was just crazy. I'm sorry. That was so annoying, but it was just like the <laughs> okay. first time that I was like, also the first time I'd ever went anywhere. Yeah. So I just thought, wow, this trip that I went on is having lasting impacts in my life. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of crazy. To did be... you spend a lot of time in Rome? Because we did have some people that said Rome yeah. in here. Because um, well, you guys were in Siena, days. right? We were in Siena. So that's in the Tuscany region. And then Rome is not in that region. It's towards the south. So we were in Rome for four days or three days maybe, which is kind of a lot. I mean, if you're going to go on vacation to Italy, you're probably not even going to spend that much time there. So yeah, we were there um, and it was literally hot. Like (laughs) literally, I am not the kind of person that would go take a nap ever but I had to go back to the hotel for like two hours and just sit in the bed, like in the air conditioning, not taking a nap, but just literally getting away from the heat. Like it was getting that kind sweat of thing. off of you. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. I'm going to give you your facts about Italy. Let me know if you knew any of these, okay? Okay. So the first one is that Rome was officially established in 753 BC. So it's one of the oldest like standing cities of yeah. ancient times that's still around. But Italy wasn't actually unified as a kingdom until 1861. Yes. So it's one of the newest countries in Europe. I just think yeah. that juxtaposition is funny. They had all funny. these different just like mini kingdoms, honestly. Yeah. So like Tuscany was its own kind of thing. Like the Medicis ruled like Tuscany basically. So yeah. It's actually not that old if you consider just Italy. Yeah, it's like, I think people think it is because Rome has this like rich history and Roman yeah. Empire was so big. Um, and then another one that I thought was really fun is, so the Trevi Fountain, if anybody grew up watching Lizzie McGuire, even if you're not a big Italy person, you probably know she threw if the coin. If you're our age. Yeah, he, she threw the coin over her shoulder, wanted to be an international pop star. Well, the Trevi Fountain every day gets about 3,000 euros thrown into it or roughly $3,600 every single day. So it gets yeah. like over 1.5 million euros thrown into I it every year. I think it's all done donated to um, a read, children's hospital or something? Uh, I think, so that could be one of the things that they do it to. I know it said in 2016 they took it and funded like a, not a food bank, but almost like a supermarket yes, it for all like goes poor to like charity. So they send it places, which I think is cool to take that tourism money and put it yeah. towards something good. Yeah. So I thought that was neat. And then for Greece, they get more than 250 days of sunshine every year. No point in the country is more than 85 miles from water. And every citizen 18 years or older is required by law to vote. And I just think that's cool in the birthplace that of democracy cool. that, that everyone is, cool. is forced to vote. <laughs> I don't feel this super strong calling to Greece, but I mm. also never felt a really strong calling to Italy. So I think I still yeah. need to give it a shot and go with I haven't way. either, but I think, I wonder, I don't know, this may sound kind of stupid, but I'm a redhead with like really pale skin. And so I feel like there's a reason why in my brain that a place like uh, London or like Scotland yeah. or Ireland like calls to my heart. But Italy and Greece But like don't. Italy and Greece don't because I'm afraid that I would have to be burned and like wear sunscreen all the time. Like that sounds really dumb, but no. subconsciously I think that that literally plays into it. Well, we talked about how hot natured that I am. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, so going somewhere warm like that is just never on my bucket list either, but I think it surprised me how much I enjoyed it. That's good. So Okay, the next place someone said Jamaica. My friend Tiffany submitted this. I wonder if she was supposed to go here on her honeymoon mm. because she was supposed to get married like March 22nd or something. And, you know, like March 22nd, yeah. 2020. So that didn't happen. So I'm wondering if she was supposed to go there on her honeymoon. Hmm. That would make sense. Yeah. I feel like, I don't feel like I knew a ton about Jamaica. I know I a lot about, about kind of like it being a travel destination. Obviously, you kind of know like the birth, not birth, reggae. I guess reggae and like the Rastafarian culture and stuff. But one thing I didn't realize is they have this area called the Blue Mountains, which is like a big nature tourist destination. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, and I think it's because like just from the distance, they look blue. But it has one of the most like sought after coffee beans. So like Blue Mountain Coffee Co., that's where they get a lot of their coffee beans from. Oh, so they have yeah. a really big like coffee export. And I just thought that that was kind of cool and very like to the heart of nice to have a friend. Coffee. So you can get a lot of good Jamaican coffee if you see Blue Mountain yeah. Coffee at the grocery store. That's where it comes from. This is um, not really related to Jamaica, but one place I'm surprised no one submitted was Bora Bora. I thought people would submit that. Not that I want to go there. I get confused. Is that in like Polynesia or is it? I where think is so. Okay. I think so. But it's like the place with the over the water oh, the like cabana things. They're like, like $4,000 a night. I was just surprised nobody said that. I do not personally, I'm not personally dying to go there, but I feel like every time I see someone mm -hmm. saying where they want to go, it's like Bora Bora. I feel like it's a very lavish destination. Yeah. Maybe that's why nobody put it on here because we just like, can't even imagine it. We're all like balling on a budget over here. So we're... <laughs> Our dreams are a little, hopefully, more realistic. I don't know. <laughs> oh, gosh. So the next one that we have is within the U.S., and it is Montana, which I get it. I feel like if you like being outdoors, yeah. you like After hiking, this year, fishing, especially. Natural, national, not natural parks, national parks, it feels like a good place to go. Yeah. Also, along with Montana, Elisa said that she wants to go out west first yeah. like very first she wants to do is all those national parks out there and i totally relate that's exactly what we're doing mm -hmm. i think a lot of people are going to be doing it this summer so it's kind of like we got the taste of being outdoors and doing things where you yeah. can like be distanced from people but like not have to i guess spend as much money and i feel yeah. like it's a good thing we're i feel like it's a good it. road trip thing to do as well it is yeah um something i thought that was kind of funny is did you know that montana state animal i guys i really went in on these facts their state animal is a grizzly bear and so mm. I was like, wow, that's really cool. It makes sense. You have like Yellowstone, you have this great national park. Do you know what Tennessee state animal is? A raccoon. Yes, a raccoon. We have the, we have these mountains in the, why is a black bear not our state? Animal. Maybe we have a raccoon. They're not found like all across the state, only in this part. Like, I don't know. I don't thanks know. for ruining it for us, Memphis. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Memphians, if you're out, Memphisians, whatever. Uh, Preston said home. 
LOL. That is false. I don't know why he <laughs> submitted that. He literally wants to go everywhere just as much as I do. Uh, Scotland was said a lot, which doesn't really surprise me. Um, so even contrary to what teenage Allison thought at the time, I would love to go to Scotland. Oh my gosh, yeah. I just, I would love to see the Rolling Green Hills. I would love to go see castles. I've learned you do not touch a rock while you're in Scotland because if I was transported back to the 1700s and had my feminism revoked, I would not be able to survive. But I would love to go to Scotland. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Uh, do, do you have any like must do for the people who put Scotland in there? Like yeah. from what you guys, I know you only spent like a day or two there. We were there for 36 hours okay. total pretty much. And we were only in Edinburgh. It like is a great city to go to. If you're just looking for a European city to spend, you know, a couple of days in or a day or two, definitely put it on your list. Definitely do like the Edinburgh Castle, Holyrood Palace, yes, I really the Royal like Mile, mm. all of it. It's amazing. I've seen your pictures and videos from there. Oh my gosh. Just, yeah. I'm looking forward to the day I great. can go. I also think it's the land of my people because apparently they have yeah. more redheads than any other country, which I would think Ireland does just because of like the stereotype of Irish people. Yeah. But apparently Scotland is the home of the redheads. So I would feel uh, maybe I just got to perfect my accent and I could look like a local. Probably not. Also, their national animal is the unicorn. Yeah, I knew that. I don't. Isn't I wonder why. I, I wonder why. It's, I think because when you go there, you literally feel like you're in a mystical, mm. magical place where a unicorn could literally it's like pop Loch Ness out is of, on the right and a unicorn yes. is grazing on the left. Yeah, it's literally everything <sighs> feels so old and majestic, but it also really looks like Tennessee at the same time. Like it has a lot of Parts like of it, yeah. it evokes the feeling of being at home. So it's me. like going somewhere but feeling weirdly at home there. Yeah, that's really how it felt. Okay, someone who was not Allison put in Soul. And I know if you listen, no, it was not my friend Zari either. Somebody <laughs> else actually put this in there. Um, so I told Lauren, I'll just say my facts and then we're not, I'm not going to talk about Soul a lot. But they're famous for like the incubation of K-pop and that brought a lot of tourism to South Korea. Um, but they also have the fastest internet speed in the world. And yeah. they have a lot of e-gaming competitions there, which I think is really interesting. I watched a, the K-drama that I recommended a couple episodes back. Um, they... They've used that as a joke a lot as the, yeah. they like play games on the internet. And then they have 17 local companies, including Samsung, Kia, and Hyundai that are on the Fortune Global 500 list. So it's a very like, I, I feel like it's very equivalent to like a New York, but almost like more tech centered. Yeah. And it, it just seems like a really cool place. So there's reasons why An incubator and I is go. kind of a good place for yeah. like a good description for that. For, for sure. sure. Um, you left out something very important. It also hosted the season finale of America's Next Top Model. There's so many season. seasons. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just joking. So did London. I didn't yeah. say them either. <laughs> We're I'm sorry, huge Tyra. America's Next Top Model fans, if you didn't know. I'm already. a big Tyra Banks fan. Not as much now as I used to be, but gosh, I used to watch every episode yeah. of her show. I was a freaking obsessed with Tyra Banks. <laughs> so my friend Lori said Udi India. I think mm -hmm. that's how you say it. And I have to admit, at first, I thought it said Indiana. And I thought, oh, she must have family there or something. It makes because sense. That's, uh, yeah, I know. I wouldn't be surprised if someone submitted, like, Claiborne County, Tennessee or something just to go see, like, a parent that they hadn't gotten yeah. seen, like, hadn't gotten to see. That makes total sense. But then I went back to put this in, and I saw that it said India. And I thought, oh, okay, I was way off field <laughs> because Indiana and India Are have two to very be different the places. two most different places ever. So I had to look this up and it actually looks like it's kind of a resort town did you look up anything yeah, about I it i did because i was like i've never heard of this before but Me it either. almost looks like it has a lot of like the english roots left over i guess from when it yeah. was colonized but it has like it has a pretty rose garden and a botanical garden yeah. but apparently it's like a stop on a railway and it's just like a really i, I think that like some of the like higher ups in their government stay there during the summertime hmm. it just it looked like it's like you said a resort town but that it's it's like on a railway and so it's like a popular Connected. tourist destination Lori, so. if you're listening message us and say like what you want to do there because yeah. we want to know it looks really cool yeah. but neither of us we were both like hmm, interesting so if you want to look it up it's o-o-t-y uti india yeah um but it looks like a really interesting little town almost kind of like i guess if you're from east tennessee like when people go to like an Asheville or like a brevard yeah. or like up in north carolina in the mountains it almost looked like a stop like that but like yeah the india version um, I want to go to India, but at this point in my travel experience, I think I'd have to go to India in some kind of like group travel mm -hmm. trip kind of thing, like a, um, 
what are those things called? Like intrepid travel. Oh yeah, like company kind of thing. Just because I would get really freaked out. I think if I was kind of just thrown into a country like that. Mm -hmm. So I want to go there. My friend Skylar lived there for like eight weeks or twelve weeks or something on a mission trip and oh my gosh her experiences are just incredible and I just want to see like the Taj Mahal I think mm. I would literally cry if I saw that I think it's it would be a really interesting place because there's just so many different regions and yeah. like cultures within India so it would be really cool all right so the next one is Sarah from Kitchy Living she said Austria Germany and France so Agreed. don't worry guys I'm not gonna annoy you with facts about these because I think everybody knows a lot about these countries especially but I think it just makes so much sense because they're beautiful they just have a lot of culture a lot of great food I know for me Austria is one that has risen in my ranks over the years because I love the sound of music yeah I just so badly want to be able to go and do the sound of music tour that they have I mean too one of our listeners Caroline actually did that did you look at the favorite travel trip favorite travel memories no I didn't get a chance to look at all of them I have Germany is a place too that I would like to go so my great aunt um her husband who he's passed away a few years ago but he was in the air force and they were in um, or like his, their son was in the Air Force too, and they were stationed in Germany for a while for a like three years. A lot of people years. are there. Yeah, and they went to they went and visited them a bunch. And I found when I was at her house this summer, she had her old like tour book from Germany. But the thing is, they went and visited when Germany was still divided because we were looking at what the map the heck? in her book, and it was all Western Germany. Like we couldn't figure out where the heck the like other half of the map was. And I told her I was like Aunt Peggy, I think that this is I think that this is because this yeah. was before the Berlin Wall came down and so I was like that is so cool that they like she has all these memories and things and all these little details she told me about these gigantic Christmas plays that are so important because like the whole um uh, little kids if you're listening like hey turn this down for like 30 seconds but the whole rich tradition of like Santa Claus and like Christmas trees and Christmas villages and things like that a lot of that is in Germany so just going to those Christmas markets and hearing her talk about all these little villages that she went to and woodworkers and craftsmen and like fairy tale culture and there are just so many cool things in Germany especially in like Bavaria that I would love to go see one of these days you can actually go on like a cruise of Christmas Mm -hmm. markets in Europe and I think that would be so much fun I've never been on a cruise so I don't know like how much I would love it but that one sounds cool like a European yeah it's kind of like it's like a river cruise so you can like see the land the whole yeah time. i get that you put well we were gonna talk about this in a second but she did those this or that's for the travel and it was like a cruise or hiking and i told her i was like can i just like do neither of those a cruise or, <laughs> or camping. camping yeah so sorry no it's okay uh our next one is so if you've heard me talk about zari that is my friend that i live with and she said the philippines zari and her family are actually from the philippines she moved to tennessee from the philippines when she was six or seven i can't remember what exact age she was um but i've learned a lot about the philippines from her and it is such an interesting place it's beautiful the water is like so so clear they will take boats from like island to island because the philippines has like thousands of islands that are a part of it um and one thing that i think is really cool about it is it's actually named after king philip ii of spain because they were a Spanish colony for a while. So there's a lot of Spanish influence there. Yeah. Um, Zari's last name, even when I met her, I thought that she like had some like Spanish background because it sounds like it is. Um, but it's just a really cool place. The thing that is fun about the Philippines that I was trying to look up like a fun fact to share, but this is one I actually got from Zari. And it's that karaoke, first of all, in Asia is like really, Huge. really big. But karaoke in the Philippines is like one of the like pastimes that everybody kind of like does. we would go bowling but they would yes, go karaoke they have karaoke bars but even a lot of people have like karaoke machines and equipment like in their house and even zari bought like one of those karaoke things from uh, amazon that you sing into that's a microphone i love and that they, like we'll do karaoke i hope you don't care that i said that zari oh well too late um but it's just like karaoke is a really big thing in the philippines which i think is really fun it's just you don't think about like, what do they go do for fun on, like, a Friday yeah. night? But, but yeah. karaoke is one of those things. And I actually thought it's really fun. Don't they have, like, a really huge mall in the Philippines, too? Isn't There's, like, like, a huge yeah. mall in Cebu City. And Zari's from Cebu. And so, like, she's shown me travel it's videos. Because your favorite people yes. went there. And they had yeah. uh, they went to that mall. And then they had Hollow Hollow, which is, like, a big dessert. Which Zari tells me she thinks is really gross. Because it's too many textures all in one yeah. thing. Because it's, like, ice cream and jello and, like, beans and, like, all this stuff together. Ugh. And I was like, yeah, that's too many textures in one 
dessert for me but it's a really cool place and it's beautiful especially if you like beaches or you like being on the water you like blue lagoons or like the like yeah cliff jumping like all that kind of stuff I feel like the Philippines is like a perfect place for that yeah and Zari said people like love people there that people are so kind, kind. and like inviting that. of people so it would be a great place to add to your list if you like tropical destinations yeah Okay, Molly said New York City. I think we can leave it at that. I mean, everyone, the city's welcome so to nice, New York. They named it twice. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a fact for New York, Allison? Um, that the Empire State Building gets struck on average 23 times a year by lightning. Wow. I felt like, what can I say about New York? I mean, it's like everything. Everybody knows I about know. New York. So. Um, I, I think there's this quote going around recently because so many people moved out of New York you know, mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. But then I've seen this quote come around recently that's like, it will always be New York or nothing or something like that for <laughs> New Yorkers who yeah. live there. So I think that's really cool. But Elisa, she always submits stuff and I love it. I think she listens every week. So I love that. <laughs> Shout so out to you. Um, she submitted, I said earlier, like all the national parks west first, um, going out west first. And then she said, then Sweden, Switzerland, Rome, Germany, London, Australia, literally everywhere. I relate, Elisa. I get it so much. But all those, I would love to go see those too. Yeah. And then lastly, Hawaii. I think only one person submitted Hawaii, but I just want to say literally everyone I know has been going to Hawaii recently. Not no personally, but no like bloggers and stuff. I think like throughout the pandemic, I've seen one place at a time has opened up and then everyone kind of goes there at the same time. So it just feels like everyone on my feed is in a certain place. And then a lot of people are moving to Hawaii. My friend from college is actually moving there. Wow. Because they're not really tethered to their desk I saw this reel the other day that was like when you get that call from your boss that it's time to return back to the office and you literally live in Hawaii now and it was like the Donald Trump sound that's like this is the first time you're telling me this like I can't remember <laughs> Lauren has gotten really into like reels and researching reels and the sounds on from like reels yeah. on TikTok now so she's gonna become even more on top of things probably Maybe. than me no no but those are all the places that you all submitted. Kind of like we kind of condensed them mm-hmm. into, you know, what was said the most. I did really enjoy looking up little things about this while we were preparing for this episode. Because I do think there's something fun about, I'm that person that'll go and like plan a trip sometimes when I'm bored. Oh my I'm gosh, bored. me too. I would say that during the last year, people do that a lot. I That's think one of my toxic like, traits, honestly. <laughs> I think people are migrating to Zillow where they'll like look up people's I'm houses. I'm not like that know? right now. I'm like traveling like that. Oh my that. gosh, I had friends. I even had one of my guy friends recently tell me, he's like hey do you know what zillow is and i was like you're not looking at people's houses are you and he's like no i mean not like that and i was like it's okay that if you're SNL looking at people's skit. houses it's have okay you seen that? yes from yes i have seen that skit and i just think it's funny because it's like well we can't travel so i feel like people have migrated to like zillowing people's houses while the housing market's been up during the pandemic but maybe now we'll move back to like travel itineraries but i really did enjoy just looking up fun facts about all these places i hope you guys enjoyed the tour guide um allison yeah. but now we're going to switch to the next segment of our tour it's the travel this or that's so that lauren put up on our Instagram so it was just kind of a fun way for you to say how would you like to travel because we all approach it very very differently right and so Lauren is going to share the results with us which I'm curious to hear because I did not go back and look at these because I was busy and kind of forgot about it on Thursday looked at them the other day too and some of them were really interesting and we also did this during our fall opinions episode Mm -hmm. and I thought it was so fun for some reason so I'm excited to do it it's fun to go and just like you get to submit your opinion in like a button that's all you have to do I know I know Okay, so the first one was fly versus road trip. So which one do you think won? I feel like with this year, normally I would say fly, but I feel like road trip just because like people can't and it's cheaper and like our demographic yeah. of audience maybe road trip is like an economical way to see the world i don't know well fly actually won 72 percent to 28 percent. i think it's because people would rather fly like yeah. if they were i think i've put this all in the frame of mind of like budget isn't an issue covid isn't True. an issue like your best case scenario kind i of think thing. i when i think of traveling i think of getting on a plane even if it's yeah and, and not necessarily because road trips aren't quote-unquote travel but i guess when we're talking about traveling i'm thinking of like flying across an ocean or like flying across the country somewhere so it makes sense. I see what you're saying the next one was beach versus mountains and I mean was it mountains no it was the beach yeah you know Lauren doesn't like the beach you don't like it either I don't love the beach I will go but it it has to be with like more people because I just get bored I am mountains 10 out of 10 times but I get it I get it guys 60% it's a running joke with Allison that I don't like hiking my friends like make fun of me for that and it's not because I don't like being outside I'm just not that kind of person but I would rather go on a hike in a mountain than just like 
go yeah. sit at the beach and do or nothing. Or just stay in the mountains, like, yeah, at true. a house or something. Like, you don't have to go hiking. You can literally just go, like, get the vibes in the mountain. I feel it's like okay, I got to backtrack okay. here. I don't have anything against hiking. It's just, it's not my, I'm not someone that wants to be outdoors. Time. I'm cool outside all day as long as I can come back home and take a shower at night. I get it. Okay, the next one was cruise versus camping. And I actually put this one on here because when I was engaged, yeah. I had a bridal. Have I told you about this? I don't think so. Okay, I had a personal shower and what we did like the this or that, like what would Lauren do? And the only one that a lot of people got wrong was it was cruise versus camping. You would put camping, right? Yes. And literally, they almost fought me at this personal shower because when I said my answer was camping, they were all literally like, you're a liar. You're lying right now. You are lying. Literally, no. I would not pick a cruise over camping. I I don't know where that came from. I know that cruises have other things to do on them, so please do not get angry at me for saying this. Yeah. I do not want to be stuck where I cannot go do something with people where if one person gets dysentery, you're all going to get dysentery. My dad. My dad. You have to pay for the internet. Yeah. I honestly, I literally (laughs) just told you guys. Like the first thing. I literally just told you guys that I could be outside all day, but I want to come home. I would rather camp in a tent and be outside in the wilderness where a bear could attack me, I think, than be stuck on a boat. Right. Preston loves cruises. His family has been on a couple. And so we were looking at that for our honeymoon just because we were on a budget and we were like, well, it's like the best place to go somewhere kind of crazy, but on a budget. I just couldn't get over the fact that we were going to be jammed up with people mm-hmm. 24-7 on our honeymoon, you know? Yeah. So that was kind of why I ex that, but I think I would give it a shot. I would give it a shot. There are a couple that I, like, if it was one of those river cruises in yeah. Europe, that would be one thing. And then my family looked at doing an Alaska cruise. Yes, we want to do that My grandmother and my great aunt went on a trip to Alaska, and they talked, they raved about it. It was one of their we favorite trips that they so went on. Badly. And they did that for part of it. And so we've talked about, I would, yeah. I would, I would do that in a heartbeat. Me too. But that's the only time I've ever wanted to do a cruise. Well, I don't think I said, but it was 53% cruise, 47% camping. And I'm like really surprised that it was that close. But I wonder if it's because of COVID, like cruises have changed people's, or COVID has kind of changed Wait, people's Wait, so you think that cruises would have had more? You yeah. thought it would have had more? I don't know. I feel like we're for Tennesseans. I feel like Tennesseans, oh, not everyone, but a lot of people who listen to us are from Tennessee. And I feel like it's like the mountains and being outside. I feel like it makes yeah. sense. I guess that's that like so many people in my family are freaking obsessed with cruises. Yeah. And Preston is too. I don't so maybe know a lot I just of people thought, that are like cruise heavy. I think I'm somehow like in the cruise. You're in the cruise scene. Scene. <laughs> and I don't, I didn't mean to be. It's okay. Okay. The next one was city versus nature. City. And this is very, very broad. Yeah. But was that the was that the overwhelming response? No, it was fifty eight percent nature, forty two percent city. But I think people are lumping the beach in with nature. You know, uh, probably. Yeah, I city. feel very split over this. Like I like both a lot equally, but there is more to do in the city. Yeah, I guess again, if I'm thinking of like I'm flying somewhere. I'm going to go to a city yeah. where there's a lot to do. Yeah, exactly. Like when we went to Edinburgh for our hun- or when we went to Scotland for our honeymoon, it was just so much easier to, to get to a city and to do something in 36 hours to make it worthwhile than it would have been to like get in Edinburgh, go to the countryside of Scotland and everything. So it's just like cities can kind of get you more bang for your buck than nature sometimes. But I like both. Okay, the next one is not surprising who won. It was warm versus chilly. I would probably say chilly for me, but I feel like yeah. warm is the answer. I said chilly, but it was warm forty. It was warm eighty four percent, and sixteen percent was chilly. I'm taking this very literally. That it's like chilly. Like I just need a jacket. Not I'm in New York in the middle of like January when it's snowing and I yeah, need a I know. Coat, I didn't you know? want to put it too extreme. I didn't want to put like desert or. I'd rather need a jacket than like need extra sunscreen and a hat. And yeah, sweat a lot. Yeah, me too. I put the picture in here as Iceland, so maybe that was kind of like oh, I don't know what to put, but. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I mean, you can go to Iceland even during the summer and you're not going to be freezing. Yeah. So, okay. The next one was tropical or city. I know I have city in here twice, but city. I just wanted to compare the two like things. Yeah. Well, you know what one? 64% tropical and then oh, really? 36% I city. I guess that sounds more beachy. Yeah. Or are you guys thinking we're talking about like 
Puerto Rico and uh, the Dominican. Is that what we They're probably thinking about? about like Panama City Beach and Florida or something. <laughs> no. This our listeners joking. like that. No, no, You no, guys no. have much better taste than that. I no, believe in you. I'm literally not dissing anyone. It's just so hey, hard There's nothing wrong me. with Panama City. I went once. Yeah. Mainly because there, when I went to the beach senior year with some friends, there was like a tornado warning that day. And for some reason, we went to Panama City because we couldn't go out to the beach and we ate at a restaurant there that was amazing but I didn't see any of Panama City because it was raining so hard I'm so biased against the beach like I just can't even see past the that trip was really really fun but we were at a house right on the beach and there were literally four or five hours at a time where like one of my friends she would want to be out on the beach the whole time and like three of us were like oh we're gonna play Monopoly inside and she's like why aren't you guys coming outside we're at the beach it's like I get we're just hanging out and chilling like we're having a good time it's fine. You go outside. We're going to stay here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. So, the next poll that I put up was, are you passionate about traveling? Yes or no? And we got, I think, 69% or 69 people voted yes and one person voted no. Um, so, we got 99% yes. And I love the woman who voted no so much. <laughs> she is a frequent listener and submitter. She's amazing. If you're just not passionate about it, you're not. Like, it doesn't have to be a hobby, you know? Everyone mm. has different hobbies. So... I totally get it. Okay. Um, then I also asked planning strategy. Would you rather plan everything or wing it? Yes, which and- I, I told Lauren I feel like this was a good one to add because I think if you know me, you probably wouldn't think I would want to plan everything. Yeah. And I'm one of those people that I want to plan a couple things. Like I know when I go to Japan, I have like three things I really want to do. Right. But I don't need to plan out my entire day. I don't yeah. need every hour filled in the itinerary i just know i have these things i want to do and then let's plan what day we're gonna do them and then let's just like everything else let's figure it out so i'm like middle of the road so i feel like it'd be interesting to see what people say right well it was 72 percent plan everything 28 percent wing it and preston and i actually got into like a debate about this because Mm -hmm. he voted wing it and i was like well of course you voted wing it because i'm always the person who plans everything and then you just like get to come along for the ride but somebody in the trip has to plan everything and he was like no not necessarily and I was like how you literally in this day and age cannot just show up in a country and just like expect to find a hotel that night and blah 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 and he was like I was thinking of winging it as more like you have your hotels booked and then you figure everything else out from there and I was like okay I can see that but what did you think like wing it to me means backpacking I think that's what I'm thinking is like well, obviously, you have to know where you're staying and you have to know where you're flying. And, like, yeah. you have to at least, like, know you have things you want to do. But I think that's what I mean. Maybe it's because I plan everything so thoroughly yeah. in my normal life that to me, just saying, okay, when I go to Japan, I want to go to this, like, cute Pokemon it feels cafe. Like you're winging and it. I want to go to yeah. Tokyo Disneyland. We'll buy a ticket for Tokyo Disneyland this day. We'll make a reservation for this this day. But the rest of it, let's just, like, go walk the streets this day. Let's go shopping this that day. That feels like, like winging to it. To me, that feels like winging it because we have the big things planned. Everything yeah. else is just, like, let's just experience what we experience when we get there right so it's like I think too what you were saying I have been to Disney so many times I have seen the progression of like now if you go to Disney World you literally have to plan everything six months in advance everything I hate that because it's like just go and like wait in a line go see this show you don't need to like have everything you don't need to be looking for dining reservations four months before you get there I think that's annoying so I think that does sound annoying I think that it's just because too I've we've gone there and we do do the planning a little bit but it's also like I'm at that point now where I don't want to do that because that's annoying just plan the things you know you really want to do and then just get there and then do what you feel like doing when you get there yeah so mine may not sound like winging it to people but like to me that is winging it I got what you're saying yeah it's kind of ambiguous but no one asked for my travel advice but I personally every time I plan a trip I literally I think I like always plan three things for each day kind of like a breakfast spot and then I look and see like what's around the breakfast area that we're going a mm-hmm. lunch spot look and see what's around that and then a dinner spot and then look and like see what's around, around that. your meals kind of like that yeah just so you can see like what attractions are around there because we went to DC one time and we literally didn't plan meals or anything and it was so stressful like trying to find a place to eat like I don't know I don't know okay so the last one was always go somewhere new or stick to the same destinations um 79% of people said always go somewhere new and then 21% of people said like always stick to the same place yeah and I think some people will be like oh why don't you ever go somewhere new I don't think there's anything wrong with going to the same place that you really enjoy yeah I think there's a good bit of both and I mean I am the Disney kid that likes going down there but I go because there's always something new to do yeah but I also now that I'm starting to 
like have my own preferences and tastes and I'm I I have been an adult for a while I guess but I'm an adult that's starting to like think about my career and my income and like places that I want to go I also have this whole plethora of of places that I want to visit that are new so I like the balance of both yeah I agree I at this point am always like new 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 because I haven't been that many places (laughs) Mm -hmm. um Preston is more the side that's like I want to go back to London again even though he studied abroad there and like we went there for our honeymoon like he could literally go back tomorrow so I'm always like Preston, we've got to get out of the United Kingdom. Like, we've already been there and seen that and done that. But I would go back at the same time. So it's hard to say. Okay, so you guys also submitted your favorite travel memories, which I was really excited to hear about just because, you know, you can kind of feel embarrassed or like you're just being too much if you suddenly go on this, like, long story about something that you did when you were traveling. You know, you can think, oh, people think I'm just bragging. People think this, blah, blah, blah. So it felt like a really nice thing to just give people, you know, an excuse to go in on, like, saying what they liked. So I was really glad people submitted. Did you read any, Allison, that you were like, oh my gosh yeah so uh when we were putting this up zari was going through and she's like oh can i submit more than one and i was like sure because zari has traveled more than any person that i know she and her family have gone to so many countries she has family living in like well the philippines but like australia canada she has family like everywhere um and so she has she submitted a couple the first one which to seed my point earlier about the philippines and karaoke she said karaoke in huangzhou china she's saying 1d and taylor swift for like six hours so zari studied abroad in china um for a while and she loved it like she went to karaoke bars with her friends yeah she loved that and then another one she said is um iceland she went with her family there not that long ago and she's not a nature person just kind of like me she likes being outside but not like other people like being not an enthusiast but she said it was amazing because of the northern lights and then when she was in high school she did this like summer cruise in greece and she said karaoke and disco on the cruise with new yorkers and running and hiding from the nuns because i think there was a catholic school there and so they had stricter curfews and things oh my gosh and so she befriended all these girls from or like guys from these trips and so the nuns were having to like yeah wrangle them back into their places so she's been all over the place and i hear a lot of fun travel stories from her that make me want to travel more We got a lot of study abroad submissions, which makes me so happy. (laughs) If you were in high school and you were listening to this, you literally, and you're going to college, please study abroad. Just like any kind of small trip, make it work. It's amazing. So we got study abroad, beach days in Spain. My friend Brooke, who was on the Italy trip and Mm -hmm. she listens every week, she said, um, day in Positano, weekend in Cinque Terre. Lauren knows. Yes, I do know. Cinque Terre is amazing. And then someone also said studying abroad in Budapest for a summer in 2019. That is so fun. This one I think is really funny just because I know the person who sent this in. I worked with her and she said, I made out with a stranger in Paris with the winky face emoji. (laughs) And I just think that's amazing. I think that a lot of people probably like dream of like traveling to Italy or to France and just finding a great like you know just like one man that's just like a european person you could dance in the club with i feel like i made that so awkward but the reason i say it like that i remember my high school geometry teacher told us a story about going clubbing with italian men when she was studying in europe and i just think that's so funny that's uh happens on the trip yeah everybody everybody (laughs) literally had some kind of like romance story when they were there there was like a paper um on our kitchen wall that was like kiss counts like how many people they had kissed like while that they had is been amazing. there so it would be like like I don't even want to say a basic name or anything but it would be like their names were up there and then how many people they had kissed were beside of it that is amazing somebody's parents came to visit and they were like guys we got to take down the kiss wall and I was like <laughs> oh my gosh um Preston said Italy with the wife <laughs> Sorry. We weren't even married when he came to visit me. I don't know. That was so funny. Michael sent in a mission trip to Cuba. So I actually know, I've seen some of the pictures from what he like saw when he went and it's so cool because they, i want to go to cuba they it's like so many things look like it was still from the 1950s and like he was taking pictures with all of these like brand new looking antique cars and like the colors on the street it was so beautiful all of his pictures yeah so that would be a cool place to see um and then bailey said seeing castles in germany and eating a ton of streusel the castles like the neuschwanstein oh castle so that's the one you were talking about that's yeah. modeled after the disney castle it, like ah i want to go there me too i want to go during Oktoberfest. Really that would bad. be a lot of fun the food would be amazing did you guys know that oktoberfest is actually in september no why do they call it oktoberfest i think because i'm gonna butcher this completely i think because it ends in october oh yeah well september's right before october so maybe they're like welcoming in october 
I think that's what it is. But literally, if someone from Germany is listening to this and I just completely botched that, (laughs) I am sorry. I'm so sorry. A month-long National Park RV trip with my grandparents. Best graduation gift ever. Katie, who actually designed our podcast logo, submitted that. And she has the most incredible pictures from this trip. And every now and then she'll post one again. Because I think it was like a long time ago. High school graduation. And it was like when you guys graduated from high school, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. So... I said you guys. I mean, I was in the same grade as you. No, but okay. I just meant like your school. <laughs> um, and then Avery said, going to Disneyland with my mom for my 16th birthday. One of my favorite times with her. That would be so special. Disneyland, That's, yeah. That is something that is on my list. I would love to go see all the Disney parks in the world at some point, um, which I know people are like, aren't they all the same? They're not all the no. same. I will fight you with that on, all day long. But I, when I go there, I will be like weirdly emotional because yeah. it's like the one that started it all. So I get it. Okay, lastly, very last thing, the um, we also asked for people to submit like how many countries you had been to. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to say the highest country count was 19 submitted by Corn Tortilla. Do you know who that is? Her, insta- her handle is Corn Tortilla. No, I do not. But I'm afraid I'm like, I know the person, but their Instagram name oh. is just... I wait. Yes, Cor- I think I do. Where where is Corinne Oliphant? Corinne. Yes, I do know Corinne. She was an ignite leader with me, and okay. so she went to UT. It's not corn tortilla. It's corn tortellini. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just Corinne. If you listen to this, I'm so sorry. India, Indiana, tortellini, guys. Listen, tortilla. We're, str- we're struggling through this life just like you guys yeah 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 (laughs) so um she submitted 19 i think and then elena anderson submitted 20 but i really just need to say my friend hannah um i don't think she listens to the podcast but she has been to 38 different countries so i just had to throw that in there and she's our age her family goes on cruises basically every year, like so you twice get like a, a year, lot of maybe. Good port stops. And she goes to like European cruises, like all these different kind of things. So she goes to like all these countries, kind of like within a ten or twelve mm-hmm. day time span. So, and then That's she awesome. also studied abroad one summer and like in a very centrally located place, and like she went everywhere. Well, if you submitted one, you beat me because other than the U.S., Allison's been to zero. Yeah. Well, Elisa also submitted zero, and I think we all just need to do a crowd fund for Elisa because she submitted like the most places that she wanted to go, and then she said that she (laughs) did a zero. It's a good podcast. You could have just seen like the emojis that she submitted with it, and like the language (laughs) and everything. I was just like, we need to set up some kind of like crowd fund for her to go on her first trip. Alisa, go look up fun facts about all these countries to tide you over in the meantime. Gosh, I know. It's hard. It's so hard. All right, guys. Well, we've kind of gotten to hear all of your suggestions, and we're almost done with the episode, which at this point, if you've gotten here, you have listened to this episode longer than it takes to fly from Knoxville to Atlanta, so that's fun. It's kind of like you're traveling somewhere, maybe. I don't know. But before we go, Lauren and I have our one of the week for you guys, which is our favorite thing of the week. It can be literally anything. So, Lauren, what is your one of the week for this week? Well, Allison, my one of the week is a matching set from Madewell that I just recently came into possession of. And honestly, this is just my one of the week is matching sets in general because I have been coveting matching a matching set since the pandemic started you know cool loungewear all the time (laughs) we were home all the time cool loungewear took over all the cool girls on instagram had the matching (laughs) loungewear and i wanted the matching loungewear too i don't normally get that way where i'm like i have to have this one thing but yeah i have been looking for a matching loungewear set for months and then i finally splurged and just got the one that i wanted instead of just trying to find like the cheapest one possible i was like i need to invest like i really want it to be something i enjoy spending time in let me tell you it is i am so happy with it i'll link it down below if you want it you probably don't but i'm going to link it anyways well, good for you. I got yeah. matching pajamas for Christmas. and that It's amazing. I just was really excited about yeah. them. It makes me feel really sophisticated when I, I wear them. It really elevates everything, honestly. Like, you're in literal sweat pants and a sweatshirt, and you literally feel like... It feels classy. Crazy, yeah. It's cool. What's yours? Well, guys, I do have my one of the week, but nobody can experience it anymore. So I have like an actual one of the week for you all. But my one of the week for me personally was Bang Bang Con 21, which oh, was yeah. basically a 
three-part live stream of old BTS concerts that BTS put I on that. for all of their fans since they couldn't perform for anyone this year. Um, the worst part about it is that it started in Korean time. So the first concert started at 3 p.m., which is 2 a.m. here because they're 13 hours ahead of us. And so I actually set an alarm because I wanted to watch the last show. It had like all of my favorite songs in it. Um, but I was afraid that I was going to fall back asleep. Turns out I just wasn't feeling very good and I just woke up early naturally. So maybe it was subconsciously yeah. my body's way of watching it. But I got to live stream the BTS concert in my living room with subtitles and like I got to watch them perform. It was so cool. And it just makes me excited to go to concerts again, to be able to travel specifically, hopefully to Korea one day so that maybe I can run into them and be like, you guys are awesome. I love you guys. <laughs> um, but since nobody can go watch that because it's like they streamed it and it's done. Um, my actual one of the week is going to be a spot that maybe you can travel to in Knoxville, which is Chivo Taqueria. I went and ate there for the first time last night. You're making me want it. I don't know how I haven't been there before now because the people that own Stock and Barrel, which is like an amazing burger restaurant and one of my favorite places in Knoxville are also the owners of it. But it is so, so good. Their house-made chips are amazing. The tacos oh, yes. were so good we were sitting there and eating while tennessee baseball was playing and tennessee just beat vanderbilt and they're number two in the country and we won on like a grand slam it was like really cool so it was just a great night I'm so literally chivo taqueria it's literally on gay street which is like middle of downtown so if you do travel to knoxville at any point if you're not local it's a very easy spot to get to. yeah Preston, so. we should go get Mexican food. I feel like you guys, when I'm here, you just are like, man, I just really want a taco because you asked me to go to Sono Taco with you earlier this week and I couldn't come. Uh, what is it like Pavlovian yeah, dog so syndrome? Yeah, so I like walk in the door, like, I say, I see Allison, hey Preston, hey Lauren, you just like start thinking about Mexican yeah, spices. basically. Maybe we will go get Mexican food. I don't know. Sorry, guys. That's okay. Well, everybody, thank you for listening with us and for sticking around on Air Lauren and Allison. Nice to have a friend. Yeah. Uh, I was going to do the Delta finger wave, but nobody can see that. But anyway, before next week when we have another episode, make sure to follow us on Instagram, especially if we have fun polls or submissions like we did this week so that you can send yeah. in all your answers for the episode. And rate and review us, hopefully five stars on Apple Podcasts or share us with someone you love, whether that's on social media, by text, or in person. Until next time, we are so glad you are here and we hope this podcast reminds you it's nice to have a friend. Bye, everybody. Bye. See you um, next country <laughs> i don't know i was trying to give like a really good like travel salutation but then i blanked